Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests, and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio or its employees or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Welcome to Bob's Magical Corner, your place on the web for relaxation, healing, and enlightenment. I am your show host, Bob Decker. I'm a certified hypnotist. I'm a tarot reader with over 30 years of experience, and I've been studying a variety of metaphysical topics, again, for about 30 years. So I do have a bit of a background behind me, which I like to share. And right now I'm holding in my hands my latest toy. (laughs) Yes, it seems like every week I'm getting a new card deck. I've really, really been entranced with the Lenormand Oracle. This is a European oracle from the 19th century that is very different than Tarot. It, for one thing, is only 36 cards. Standard Tarot decks are 78. This one is 36. And it basically harkens back to reduced deck cartomancy, or German playing cards, again, from the... uh, early 19th century. Now, it also makes Lenormand different, not just the number of cards, but the nature of what is on the cards. Okay, In the Tarot, you basically have symbols that you can explore and that you can build up a visual language with. You get into a visual flow with Tarot, as well as using keywords and using, say, astrological attributions and other occult correspondences. The Lenormand is nothing like that. The Lenormand is very simple in the imagery. We have cards like fish, bear, mountain, snake, clover, tree, anchor, cross. Okay, these are symbols that immediately call a common image to mind. And the oracle is semantic, verbal in nature. The images create sentences, which in turn can create paragraphs. All right, so it's a linguistic oracle. And it's very powerful because instead of talking about how or why, like the troll tends to do, it just tends to say who, what, when, and where. It just gets into those four W's. It is a very blunt oracle. Now, in modern usage, it's not as blunt as the 19th century meanings. The 19th century meanings would perhaps scare the bejeepers out of anybody <laughs> that was getting the reading. Uh, it's softened up a bit, but still, it can predict some pretty severe things if that is what is warranted. Now, right now, I've been holding in my hands 
my very latest toy, as I mentioned, and this one is the Rena George Lenormand Oracle deck. Now, this is a beautiful Lenormand Oracle. I've had it on pre-order from U.S. Game Systems for about two months. I ordered this around the beginning of May, and it got delayed. And finally, right before 4th of July, yep, Saturday, Saturday, it came. There in my mailbox was the Rena George Lenormand Oracle. Her name is R-A-N-A, and the last name is George, just like the first name, George. Now, she's an interesting lady. She's been doing this for about 30 years, and she grew up in Lebanon, she comes from a family of fortune tellers, of psychics, so it runs in the blood, it runs in the family. And she finally left Lebanon at one point because of the increasing violence there. She saw a lot of the Civil War. She saw a hand, you can say Lenormand, just like you can say potato, or you can say potato, or you can say tarot, or say tarot. You know, it's a, there's a couple of different ways of pronouncing it, but the name Lenormand or Lenormand is French. I was named after Mademoiselle Lenormand, a famous French seer from the Napoleonic uh, Revolutionary French era. Okay, But it actually originates out of Austria, Germany. Uh, it was made by a man named Joseph Hechtel, who was in a family of, uh, I believe it was brass makers. And basically what, they, what he did is he created a game called the Game of Hope, and from that evolved an oracle, okay? The Game of Hope had additional rules included. It was a board game, but it had additional rules included if you thought you might want to tell fortunes with it. Well, that practice has grown considerably, and it has exploded in the English world over the last three or four years or so, okay? It's become an increasingly popular Oracle. Up to a few years ago, it was hard to get information about it. It was all pretty much in French, German, or Dutch. So unless you could read fluently in one of those languages, you're going to find yourself challenged uh, to learn anything about this Oracle. Now, if you want to call in and ask questions about this or talk to me today, the call-in number is 561 561- Six two three nine four two nine. That's five six one six two three nine four two nine here at Bob's Magical Corner. And my web address is www.bobdecker.net. And my email is info at bobdecker.net. So I was eagerly awaiting these cards, and finally they came, and I had seen some videos of them and some photos of them, you know, because some people had pre-released some of the uh, authors uh, like on YouTube, uh, Donnelly Delarose, who's friends with uh, Rana George, did a video on these cards, and they were indeed looked very engaging, looked very beautiful, actually. And so when I got the deck and I unboxed it, I was immediately struck. I was indeed. I was immediately struck at the quality and the beauty of these cards. For one thing, it comes in a blue box uh, with a very colorful cover, and the box is magnetically clasped, which means it will stay shut. Okay, It's not going to pop open. You can store your cards in there and the guidebook that comes with it. And you don't have to worry that anything is going to fall out. All right, it's all going to stay secure. The first thing you see when you open it is a guidebook. It's 124 pages. It is not going to teach you, uh, Lenormand. Uh, she wrote a book on how to do it, so she's not going to give it all away. But the book is very complete as far as the meanings of the cards go. It's definitely enough to get you started with the meanings. Okay, so. It is, uh, is a thorough guidebook. The cards themselves are absolutely beautiful. Okay, They have uh, on the back of it, uh, some, some people call it the hand of God. It's like uh, a hand with an eyeball in the middle of it, and it's surrounded with silver etching, silver gold etching. It's just absolutely beautiful. And then when you look at the cards, they have a border that's kind of like an Arabic-looking frame 
uh, it's very Arabic influence. She wanted to look like something out of Arabian Nights. Okay, Thousand One Arabian Nights, a little bit of Andalusia, uh, and of course her old Lebanon. So that's reflected in these cards. It has a beautiful border, almost looks three dimensional. Okay, it's kind of like uh, golden uh, multicolored bricks, tiles with again gold inlay, and then the image in the middle. So it's like it's glossy around the on the border, and then the inside is matte. So it really has contrast. It really looks three-dimensional. It looks like the edges are physically raised, but they're really not. I can feel it a little bit. I'm rubbing one of them right now with my thumb. You know, they do feel, yeah, they are just a little bit raised, especially like uh, with the numbers. It has, uh, you know, the regular numerals that we're used to and also has numbers in Arabic, okay? So it's unmistakably a Middle Eastern oracle. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It is a Middle Eastern-looking oracle. Oracle. The cards handle well. Okay, the card stock is good quality. They shuffle easily. I could riffle them if I want to. Uh, they feel firm enough. I don't have to worry that I'm going to break something. If I riffle at time, will tell. You know how how sturdy the gold plating is on these. But 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 it does uh, it does seem like it's going to work well. Okay. Now somebody asked me. Have you read for anyone yet from these cards? Uh, yes, I have. Not on the radio show, but of course I have in the home. Okay, I now have family that I will read for, and I practiced a bit on myself, so they are a bit tuned in. Okay, they're they're accurate. They're as good as any other Lenormand Oracle at at doing these things. And I got some questions already. Yes, I do. I've got people that are asking questions. Okay. So let's go ahead and take a look at what we're asking here. All right. Can I be the first one to get a reading? Just general to see what the cards have to tell me today. Okay, yeah, we can do a daily pull, what's called a daily draw for you. That's a pleasure. That's a pleasure. Let's go ahead. I got these beautiful cards in my hands. And I'm shuffling these up. I'm getting tuned into your question. Just a general reading to see what the cards have to tell me today. What do the cards have to tell me today? Okay, I locked up in my hands. Feels right. Feels good. And I'll go ahead now and go ahead and pull three cards and see what they have to say to you. Okay, first card I get is Scythe. I get Sun. And I get moon. Well, that's interesting. You got the sun and the moon, both of the major luminaries here. All right, let's talk about this. Well, scythe is an instrument of cutting. Okay, it's like what the figure death holds in the tarot card, you know, the big thing with the huge handle that you chop stuff down with. Okay, so scythe is cutting. Now, this cutting can be painful. The cutting can be harvesting, but what I'm getting a sense of Looking at the sun after this is that light illumines something that is painful in your life or a firm decision that you had to make that perhaps was not easy and may have been a decision to cut something away or someone away or situation away, and that was difficult. But the light of the sun illumines it. Now understand, this is a daily draw. This doesn't have to be a big deal. This could have been you deciding what you're going to take for lunch this morning <laughs> to work, okay? It doesn't have to be a big deal, but it does show a cutting away. Sun is vitality, energy, dy dynamic energy, so and of course illumination. So light was shining upon this decision that was made. And out of this decision and out of understanding this decision in the light of the sun, you get in the moon, and the moon is honors, recognition. It can be increasing intuitive ability, but I don't think that applies here. I look at this more as like honoring and recognizing and feeling probably increased self-esteem. So you made, made a decision today, made a choice today that increased your self-esteem. I hope that was the case. And I hope that this helped you, and I hope that what you did helped you, okay? And, of course, we always appreciate feedback. Let me know how I'm doing. As long as you're respectful, I, I like to hear what you have to say, okay? Now, let's see what else we have here on Bob's Magical Corner. Yes. Your place on the web for relaxation, healing, and enlightenment. All oh, this water tastes good. 
got to keep getting parched. Because I do most of the talking on this show. But if you want to talk, you want to call in and talk to me, give me a jingle at 561-623-9429. That's 561-623-9429 here at Bob's Magical Corner. Okay. So let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and do another question. Go ahead and... uh, We'll go ahead and pile these up and kind of reshuffle them a bit. And again, they feel good in the hand. They do some cardstock, you know, it doesn't feel that great and it detracts from the experience. This is good cardstock. You, I, can, I know good cardstock when I feel it. I've been handling cards for 30 years, actually longer because I grew up in a household that played cards. Okay, we played, uh, I'm from Michigan, so we played Euchre, which is like a bidding game. You bid on tricks. I also played some poker, uh, some Jim Runny. Jim got spit it out. Gin Rummy. You know, <laughs> I grew up in a, in a home where we we played cards. It was encouraged. The whole family did it. Our relatives did it. So I've been handling cards since I was a kid. I've been handling tarot cards, different oracle cards since I was about 25 years old. All right, so getting these shuffled up good. Let's go and do a riffle. These guys will riffle. Yeah, you can do that, that fancy Vegas-style shuffling with these. They seem to take it well. Give it a couple. Some people say you shouldn't riffle your cards. I don't care. They don't hurt. It kind of clears energy. Okay? There's no right or wrong way to shuffle the cards. There's people say, oh, you shouldn't shuffle cards like that. It don't matter. The cards, the pieces of laminated cardboard, they're not divine, okay? The vision comes from the divine, but the cards aren't divine. The cards are just cards. They're just cardboard. All right, so we got this laminated cardboard shuffled up. I'm handling them in my hands. Let's take a look and see what I got here. I know somebody else had some. There's more questions here. Okay, can you pull cards and tell me if I'm going to get a raise in the near future? Okay, am I going to get a raise in the near future? Okay, it feels locked in. Yeah, it feels good. All right, let's take a look and answer this question. Am I going to get a raise in the near future? Okay, let's take a look here. I'm laying off five cards. We'll do a five card, five card spread for this. Yeah, I think you might get a raise in the near future. I think it may very well happen for you. Uh, Maybe you'll get a promotion. Let's take a look here. The first card, the first two cards are woman and ship. Now, I don't know if you're male or female because I don't see anything in this chat room except that it's from the DJ. Okay, this chat room is set up like that. So I don't know if you're male or female, but we have woman and ship. Ship tends to be commerce, business can be traveling as well, okay? If you're female, this is going to really fit for you. If your supervisor is female, okay, this may also really fit for you, all right? The next card is the key. The key is understanding. The key is a central card, and this is a good card because this opens doors for you. It unlocks secrets. It unlocks anything that bars you. It gives you access, So this is really cool. And when I saw the next card, when I saw the fox, I knew this reading was on track because fox is my work card, okay? When I do this oracle, the fox is the work card, the nine-to-five job. So this is definitely addressing your job. Your final card is tower. So what about the fox? What does the fox mean? The fox is being elevated. The job is being elevated. Tower is elevation. Tower is corporate Uh, If you work in a corporation or you work for a government office or something like that, this is going to be just so totally up your alley. But even if you're not, it's still very appropriate because tower is being uplifted. It is literally a tall tower is what's pictured here. So it's like you're being lifted up. So I'd say even though I don't see money cards, I know for a fact that your job, whatever you're doing for a living, you are definitely going to get in a higher position. So have no doubt about it, my friend. You are going to be promoted, if nothing else. And to me, that is indeed excellent news. Now, another interesting thing to point out, too, in this deck, she includes 
several extra cards. As I said, Lenormand or Lenormand is normally 36 cards. The deck has a total of 42. Now, two of these cards are an extra man card and an extra woman card. So if you want to do same-sex readings, you can set that up very, very easily right from the get-go if people are open with you about what they what they want to look for. Okay. Also, though, and more interesting than that is, uh, or just as interesting as that, is they have additional cards that cover some areas that in previous decks were kind of left out, okay? Being a 19th century Victorian era oracle, it doesn't have traditionally a sex card. What people use for a sex card in Lenormand is the whip. Now, why the whip? Well, the whip is vigor, repetition, a hard physical activity. All of this fits in with sex, okay? Uh, and also it can indicate things like uh, BDSM, you know, like Fifty Shades of Grey, you know, the more kinkier forms of activity, as well as contentiousness and arguing and fighting. That's, of course, also under the whip. Uh, to make things a bit different and to really take the pressure off the whip, meaning that having a particular signification, uh, Rena made a card called Bed. So there's a bed card, and it's beautiful. It shows a sumptuous bed with a hookah sitting on it, small tables, many pillows, just a real nice, inviting, romantic scene. There's no people in the picture, but it clearly conveys the idea of comfort, rest, and a private place for private activity. Okay, So she has a sex card. She has a work card. She has the market now, the market is just like a bazaar in the Middle East, all kinds of colorful shops, again, not showing people, but it's a whole idea of different types of businesses, okay? Because usually for work, we use the fox for a nine-to-five job, and we would use, like, say, fish for something like what I do, which is uh, being self-employed, all right, being a consultant or whatever, that would fit in with fish. This kind of takes the pressure off of those cards, or at least off of the fox card or anchor card, to be the work card. Also, she includes uh, two brand new, totally different cards. She has spirit, which goes into like spiritual things and shows like a picture of a goddess. And she has uh, a card called incense, which is a incense burner with what looks like an eye behind it, like a third eye awakening. So the whole idea of that card is clearing getting rid of negative energy, or literally burning incense. So these are cards that don't have to be included. They can be thrown in. And as a matter of fact, what I'm going to do, I'm going to shuffle them in. Right now as I'm talking to you, I'm picking up these extra cards, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to weave these in here. And we will go ahead and set our minds on the fact that, yes, the market card is the work card today. The market card will be the card of work all right, tower can still be corporate or whatever. It can explain more about the nature of work. But the work card, per se, is going to be market, and the sex card is going to be bad. So we take the pressure off of the whip to be both contentiousness and punishment and sex all at the same time. And we'll just let the whip be the whip, and we'll let the bed be the card of intimacy and joy. Okay, so shuffling these up. All right. So, and this is going to be appropriate for the next question. How about a carpool to see if I'm going to have a pleasurable encounter this weekend? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, it's good that we put the bed card in there. We'll see if that uh, if that comes up for you. As a matter of fact, we're going to make it come up for you. That's what I'm going to do. Yes, I am. This is called activating the card. I am focusing my mind right now on the bed card. Okay? That's on my mind. And I am shuffling the cards as I do this, focusing on the bed card. I feel the energy is in there. And the bed card is going to be the sex card. Now, what I do, instead of drawing off of the top, real simple, I am going to go ahead and I'm going to riffle through this deck real quick. I'm going to look for the bed card. For your question, am I going to have a pleasurable encounter this weekend? Let's take a look through here until I find... The bed card. This may take me a moment. I'm going to riffle through a bunch of these cards till I come across it. And I will find, again, only 36 cards that I'm going to have to go through before I come up with this. Okay. 
Okay, I got the bed card. We're not going to be able to do a real five uh, card pull for you because it came up second from the end. So the three cards we have are market, we have bed, and we have mountain. So it's kind of appropriate for the weekend, uh, the shifting away from the marketplace, the shifting away from work, and going to a space of intimacy, peace, relaxation. Unfortunately, you do have the mountain right after the bed. So mountain tends to indicate blockages. Just like, say, you're traipsing down a trail, going someplace, and you come across this mountain. Well, now the mountain is not insurmountable. You can walk around it. You can get around the mountain. And, of course, if you're properly equipped, you can climb it. Now, if you're traipsing around like I do, barefoot in shorts, sandals, and a T-shirt, <laughs> climbing the mountain's not going to be very practical. But if you're prepared for it, you can possibly surmount the mountain, but it's not easy. So I'm sorry I'm not giving you better news. Uh, I don't want to say no, but I would say definitely you may be slowed down a bit in getting what you want out of the situation. Okay, so we're going to have to say to you, I want to say to you better luck next weekend. I hope you have a good time, though, no matter what, whether you have a, a physical encounter, uh, you know, physical pleasure. I hope that you enjoy your time this weekend, that it is uplifting to you, relaxing for you, and, and gives you things that you you need to have. Okay, I hope that helped you. Again, I appreciate feedback. Uh, good, bad, or indifferent, as long as you're respectful. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And again, here we are on Bob's Magical Corner. Yay. Your place on the web for relaxation, healing, and enlightenment. Mm -hmm. That's right. And the call-in number is 561 Six two three nine four two nine. That's five six one six two three nine four two nine. My web address is www.bobdecker.net, and my email address is info at bobdecker.net. So if you ever want to ask a question or you want to book a reading, uh, you can certainly email me. You can call me on my cell phone, 954-993-7580. And now, again, I'm reading with the Rena George Lenormand Oracle deck. Now, her website, if you want to look her up or look at the cards, you can type into Google if you have computer access. Where, well, I'm sure you have computer access. <laughs> you wouldn't be listening to this probably. Uh, you, can, you can just Google Rena, that's R-A-N-A, George, that's G-E-O-R-G-E, Dot com, or you can just Google Rana George Lenormand, L-E-N-O-R-M-A-N-D, and you'll come across images for the cards of the deck is sold through U.S. Game Systems. Okay, And I'm just going ahead now, handling my cards some more. I'm going to give them a couple of riffles. Yeah, let's riffle you. Let's rough you up a little bit. Riffle, riffle, shuffle you. So I want to make sure you're shuffled up good for our next reading. We don't want to give you the last person's reading. Uh -uh. We want whoever I do a reading for next to get their own reading. That's right. That's the way it is here. Do everything fair and square. That's right. Just one more time. Give another riffle here. Yeah, yeah, they're breaking in good. Okay, let's see what we got going on here. 
see what's happening. All right. Okay. We all want to know if we're going to have fun this weekend. Yay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now, in this case, I'm not going to go ahead and activate a particular card like that. We'll just go ahead. We're just going to shuffle these cards. We'll concentrate on that question. We all want to know if we're going to have fun this weekend. Okay. It's in there. Feels ready to me. I'll go ahead and lay them out. We'll see what they have to say. Okay. See what these things have to say to us. Okay. Well, we're getting some good cards so far. Oh, oh nice, nice. I like this. You'll like this. You're going to like this, I think. Okay. The five cards that I've laid down are Book, Crossroads, Child, Heart, Clover. Now, Book and Crossroads suggests a lot of options. A lot of options for you. This could be in terms of booking, could be literally booking a trip, making a reservation, planning something. Okay, book can also be secrets. Okay, but crossroads is like making decisions. So you have decisions to make about maybe where you're going to go, precisely what you are going to do. Okay, or maybe something secret in mind and you're trying to decide exactly what it is that you want to do. The central card is child. Now, child can literally be child, but in, in the practical sense of what we're asking here about your weekend, okay, I would say to you, child is starting fresh, starting anew, okay, a new beginning. Also, child can be small, so it could, it could kind of like minimize in a way the options. You know, the options are small, but they're like not huge distinctions, with that crossroads card, that's also another way that these can blend. But the ne the next two cards really tell the tale. We're getting heart, getting clover. So heart is love, okay? Loving this new beginning, okay? Or starting something in a small way and loving it. And clover being the final card is good fortune and good luck. Yay! So you could be lucky in love. Yay! Yeah, it'd be a good weekend. I think so. I think you'll have a great time. There's no negative cards. All right, there really isn't. There's a, there's one or two are neutral, but there's like nothing negative here. Uh, I think you're going to have a wonderful time this weekend, and I I certainly do wish that upon you. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Now I got another general question here about reading. Do you hold the hands? of the person you are reading. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't do that. What I do with, if I'm doing a card reading, uh, pretty much I make sure the cards are shuffled up really, really good. They're really randomized. And then I'll hand them to the individual getting the reading and I ask them to shuffle. Now, I don't care how they do it. I don't expect them to riffle cut them. I don't expect a fancy... Las Vegas dealer type shuffle. I don't even want them to do that. I just want them to handle the cards, put their energy into them as they handle, think of their questions or issues or concerns. And then when they feel that's done, they hand them back to me. Okay. And that works good. Uh, I seem to get the right energy in there. The questions go very smoothly. It's very, very rare that I do not connect. Now, I have in the past held hands when I was doing like a clairvoyant type reading or channeling type reading, and I found that at times it got too intense, especially for me, okay? I would do that a few times, and then I'd start getting like teary-eyed and stuff. My emotions would start to come up because I was picking up too much from the people that I was reading for, so I quit doing that. And you don't really have to do it. I mean, you can if you want. You know, and for some people, that's what works for them. Okay, if it works for you, just consistently get good results, and it's not frying you, then I'd say go for it. And it's a good way to start. Now, if you're not used to doing psychic readings and you want to start practicing, this is a good place to practice. You could, uh, you know, put your hands into somebody else's hands. They could go like palms up, or you could go like palms up. They call palms down on top of yours, and then you just see what comes to you, and you just talk it. You just channel it. You just say it, 
All right. After you, that's that's uh, after you surround yourself with protective white light. All right. You really do want to be protected, you know, because you're again you're opening yourself up to somebody else's energy. And when you first do this, you want to do it like with a good friend or in a controlled safe setting like a class, like a psychic development class. Uh, something along those lines. It's certainly not something you just do with random people, especially just beginning. That is definitely asking for some serious trouble. Okay, but there's certainly nothing wrong with the technique as long as you make a point of using it appropriately and safely. All right, and let's see what else I got here at Bob's Magical Corner. Do my family members enjoy the Oh, yes, the family members enjoy the readings. I, I'm very blessed. Uh, my missus, uh, I never legally married her, but I call her the missus. I've been living here since 1999 with her. We started dating 20 years ago, 1997. And her whole family is psychic, okay? Her daughters, the girls, and even some of the guys to some extent. She had a big family. My better half had nine children, okay? <laughs> she had nine that she has like 24 grandchildren, something like, I don't know, six or seven great grandbabies. You know, and so a lot of these these kids are psychic. My missus is psychic, okay? She can really do well with like mediumship, talking to deceased people, and she can uh, do channel type reading. She's not a card reader, okay? But she can uh, do the Akashic records, and she is very intuitive. So much so, I invited her to work out of my spiritual center. I used to work out of I said, you can come down here and sit in the office, do some readings, charge some money. You're good enough. And she, she just didn't want to do it. She has no interest in doing this. Uh, she would never be on the radio show. She's, you know, she's kind of shy. Uh, it would be no interest to her whatsoever, but she is very strong, natural, psychic. Okay, so the family does enjoy readings. We have people that come over. She has a, a daughter that reads cards very regularly and actually is good enough to charge money. And she uh, she reads for us. Okay, she reads for everybody in the family. So I do readings for the family, but there are certain members that kind of like really are into doing it. So I let them do it. I uh, read for the missus with the Lenormand. I can use the Lenormand with her. Okay, if I try to do tarot, it don't work. I can't get any objectivity. And I've told her that, you know, it's kind of like bummed her out, but I just, I just, I can't read you. I'm too close to you. I'm in the cars. I'm seeing myself and I don't know how to interpret myself or I don't want to interpret myself. So, you know, it just gets really tricky, you know, it's not that bad things are coming up. It's just, I'm not sure how to take things. That level of objectivity is not there. You know, as some people like to say, it's hard to be a preacher in your own house. Okay. And that's kind of like where it's at for me when I've need, really needed a reading, uh, and, you know, if I couldn't get it done with the Norman cards, I would go pay somebody to do it. I have done that. It's very rare. I, my intuition is pretty good. Uh, but once in a while, I'll go to somebody and get cards done or get a Akashic record reading because I really need some help, but I just really can't get that objectivity uh, where I need it to be to get the information that I desire to have. Got to take a swig of water here. Mm -hmm. oh, that tastes good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get dry. I get dry when I'm talking. Plus, it's allergy season in South Florida. It is indeed. You know, this summertime gets very uh, gets a lot of uh, a lot of pollen here in Florida. You get year-round allergies. Actually, okay. Let's see what else is going on. Check this out. Is there a set number of cards per pull? Uh, it, it, not really. It depends on what I want to do. It depends on what you're asking. I mean, for this show, uh, I do these short line spreads because they're very quick and easy to do and to read. You know, so I'll pull three to five cards. I generally don't pull just four. I like to have a central card for focus and then the other cards around to kind of explain what's going on with that focus card. All right. So I do like to do that. Uh, another common spread with uh, Lenormand is the nine card spread. Uh, I don't do that on the air because it gets a bit involved. OK, it's a three by three spread, three rows of three cards. And it's a good, relatively short spread. Uh, but again, to get these simple, direct answers, uh, the five card pulls or you could even do a seven card pull. So there's no set number. We just try to go with an odd number. 
So that way you get a central focus card. Even on the nine card, there's a central focus card. Okay, The middle row, the middle card in the middle row of the three by three is a focus card. You can designate a focus card. You can even just put one down and build around it. Personally, I just like to let the cards talk. I like to let them take the focus. And if the right focus card comes up, appropriate focus card comes off, then I know the reading is really on the money. Okay, it's obvious, you know, if I'm asking about somebody's dog and I get the dog card in the middle, I've had that happen. You know, you, you just know. It gives you chills. You just know that the oracle is speaking to you. It's saying, yeah, I hear your question. I'm going to answer this question for you today. Okay. And, of course, you have big spreads. I mean, you can do spreads of uh, 13 cards. Again, these are traditional spreads. There are traditional spreads uh, with 13 cards, 21 cards. And then you have what is called the grand tableau, and that's where you lay out all the cards. All 36 cards are laid out on the table. Uh, there's two ways to do it. You can do it as four rows of eight cards each plus four on the bottom, or you can lay out four rows of nine cards each. Either way, you're getting a total of 36 cards. Uh, when I do the tableau, I do the what's called uh, four by eight plus four. Four rows of eight plus four on the bottom. The four bottom ones are special. You can make it what's called the line of destiny or fate, what people are fated to experience. You can designate it to be advice. Uh, you can look at any number of different ways. You just have to make up your mind what it's going to be, and then it'll pretty much respond uh, to your will. Okay. Yeah. So somebody said here. Okay. Oh, thanks. That's that's thanks. Nice of you to say that. You know, this is really nice. Uh, thank you for that general poll. You sure are welcome. And somebody else said, yeah, I've often wondered about that. And do the cards have to be laid out in a type of pattern? Uh, it can be done as a line. It can be done in as a three-by-three three square. Uh, some people like to do a pyramid, either upside down or right side up. You know, you can really you can do anything you want. I mean, seriously, really, you can lay out any way you want. You just have to make up your mind what you're doing, though. you got to be sure about it. Because if you're wishy-washy... You don't have a firm idea in your mind, then that's what you're going to get is a bunch of wishy-wash. Okay? If you're strong in your head that this is how this spread is going to work, then that's what we do. It's just, again, Lenormand, we don't do positional spreads. We don't say, like in Celtic Cross, well, this card crosses you. This one is beneath you and it's the foundation. This card over here is the past. This card over here is what's on your mind. This card over here is what may happen to you. Here's your hopes and fear. No, we don't do that. The cards are right in proximity. The cards blend. In Lenormand, the cards blend. The card to the right modifies the card to the left. So you want to have the cards so that they're close together or laid out in pairs. You could do a card across, but you'd want to do it like with pairs of cards. That way you really get the depth. You really get the full power of what Letterman has to offer you. Okay? I hope that answered that question. All right. Let's see what else there's here. I've seen readers set the cards in a cross and straight line. Yeah, that's a Celtic cross. That is called the Celtic cross or Celtic cross, how you want to pronounce it. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's a common spread. Matter of fact, when I teach Tarot, because I am a Tarot teacher, uh, that's one of the spreads I have, I've always taught the beginning student. I teach him to do the Celtic cross. Why? Because that's how I learned. Okay, it's arbitrary. I've thought in the future now, when I teach classes again, I may have them start with some five-card spreads, kind of ease them in a little bit, do a little different style of reading. But the Celtic Cross now is very versatile. And uh, it's not just a beginner's tool. I knew a lady who was a professional reader with 30 years of experience. And honestly, that's all she did. All she would do is a Celtic Cross. Now, when I say, oh, that's all she did, that doesn't mean just merely, I mean, that's just what she did. She did Celtic Cross, and she could expand upon that Celtic Cross enough to give you a very thorough uh, and accurate reading, and she used the Rider Waite Tarot. That's all she used. So she was definitely vanilla tarot, just using straight traditional tarot cards, which in the 20th century is Rider Waite, and a simple Celtic Cross, and she got everything that she needed, okay, and it makes perfect sense because, in a way, there are no advanced techniques. There's just advanced readers. Okay, If you know what you're doing, you can get what you want out of three cards. And that's how you read Tarot de Marseille, which I have here today as well. All right, You can just do three cards, 
maybe two extra small cards, and you're there. You got the answer. You got the reading. All right? It doesn't have to be – you don't have to lay out 20, 30, 40 or, or more <laughs> or more cards, okay, <laughs> to get your reading. You can do it. You can do it with a lot, a lot less, okay? Uh, somebody here says they love the gin rummy. Can't find anyone to play with anymore. Uh, yeah, it's been years since I did it. I haven't done gin rummy. I can't remember anything about it or hearts or any of that stuff. <laughs> and I used to play those games. I mean, this is a long time ago. I'm 59 years old. We're talking memories that go back like 50 years. So, you know, some of these card games, I couldn't do them if you put a gun to my head. <laughs> I wouldn't remember the rules. Are you near Miss? I guess they mean Mississippi. Uh, no, I'm, uh, I'm in South Florida. So, uh, no. No, or maybe they're asking somebody else in the chat room. Okay. All right, see what else is here. All right, yeah, or some people are talking about playing cards. Let's let's look at uh let's look at another question here on Bob's Magical Corner. Your place on the web for relaxation, healing, and enlightenment. My call in number five six one six two three nine four two nine. And somebody here says that's a good question on raises. I'd like to know if my boss is going to do raises this month. Okay, let's take a look at that, friend. I got the cards in my hand. I'm focusing on your question. The question is, I would like to know if my boss is going to do raises this month. Is my boss going to do raises this month? Okay, I got the question in here. It's ready to go. And let me lay them out for the question. I'd like to know if my boss is going to do raises this month. Okay. All right. So here's what we got. We have the cards Rider, Bouquet, Coffin, House, Ship. Okay, now if I'd done just a three-card spread, I would have been saying to you, uh-uh, no, you're not getting it. But it's not quite so simple. Okay, let's read this to you. Okay, rider is news or things coming in. Bouquet is beauty, joy, happiness, something nice, like a raise. Okay, would fit in with bouquet. So you're asking about the arrival of raises or news about raises. Now, that news, he may have been doing raises or talking about doing them, they cut it off because you have coffin. Coffin is endings. So there was an ending to raises or there may be an ending to raises. But what's encouraging is we do have house. House is security, okay? House is feeling like you have what you need. And your final card is ship, which can be business and commerce, uh, also could be things coming to you. So I feel like, yeah, he may do raises this month, even though I have that coffin card smack in the middle. When I look at these final two cards, this looks like a possibility that perhaps raises are coming. Now, ship can kind of be neutral. I'll go ahead and do this. I'll pull another card. I'm getting dog. Dog is loyalty. Okay, so to those who are loyal employees... Okay, to those who are loyal employees, perhaps raises are coming. But see, the thing with your question was, all right, okay, not a bad question, but you said, I'd like to know if my boss is going to do raises this month. Okay, let me point something out, friend. You didn't ask if you're going to get a raise. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't ask if you're going to get a raise. So let's go ahead. Let's do this again. Now, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to ask if you're going to get a raise, Okay. Real quick, real quick, because I'm getting short on time, but I want to really answer your question, okay? Because that's what you really want to know. You really want to know if you're going to get a raise. Uh-huh, yeah. Good for you. Let's take a look here and see what's going to happen with you, all right? Because you have to look out after number one. Yeah, I know. I used to work in corporate. I know what it's like. I used to work for people where, yeah, you'd hope they give you a raise or you hope they increase your commissions or whatever, so let's just go ahead and do that. Just one good riffle cut here. Riffle shuffle, yeah. Let's go ahead and let's shuffle in the question. Am I going to get a raise this month from the boss? All right, it's in there. They stopped. 
three cards real quick. Yep, 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 yep. You'll get a raise this month. I get, I get incense. The incense burner card came up. Fish, sun. Incense is clearing. Okay, some things got cleared. Some of the air got cleared. Maybe you cleared the air in the office. Maybe there were some difficulties with the boss. You got them clear. Fish is money. Fish is stuff flowing to you. Sun is dynamic energy, hope and optimism. I mean, it's just good. I'd say, yeah, yo, your boss is going to do raises this month. Probably he sees you as one of the loyal ones, one of the good ones. So, yeah, he'll probably take good care of you. Okay? There you go. There you go. Okay. All right. Now, one more question. Then I'm going to have to get out of here. I have the opportunity to travel this year. Can you ask the cars if I'll be making those trips, please? Will you be traveling this year? Will I be making those trips this year? Okay, let's go ahead. One fast riffle shuffle. Yeah, because I'm down the last couple minutes. All right, so let's go ahead and do this. All right, shuffle this in. Can you ask the cards if I'll be making those trips, please? Have the opportunity to travel this year. Can you ask the cards if I'll be making those trips, please? Okay, I've asked the cards. It's in my hands. Let me lay it out. Okay. Oh, you had a rough year. I see that right now. Okay. Uh, this might be difficult. I'm sorry. Let me let me explain this to you. You got coffin, whip, child, snake, ship. Uh, coffin is endings. Whip is stress. So there was stress about endings. I don't know if you had problems uh, in your office or problems in your life where there was like some abrupt, painful endings. We have child, which is new beginnings, okay? But we have the snake next to that. So this could be a disruptive child, or this could be a new situation that is disruptive. Your final card is ship. Okay, ship is travel, all right? But with the snake next to it, uh, I'm kind of hesitant to say that this is going to go smoothly for you. All right. So you may have opportunity to travel. You may have some disruptions and it may come from, you know, if children fits for you, if there's a child that could interfere or something going on with a child that could interfere, that's what it would be. So I'm sorry I can't give you a glowing answer. And we do see the ship card, so I know they're addressing the question. And I'm sorry you've been having some difficulty because coughing and whip is definitely, definitely painful. Uh, my heart goes out to you for that. Uh, you know, I hope these opportunities do work for you, but it looks like it's going to be very challenging. Okay, listen, that's it. Uh, we're at the end of the show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I really, really appreciate your support and the kind words that you give to me. Uh, I wish upon you many, many blessings. 